Yes, indeed, folks. Welcome to Pod Sham. Got no time to pump fake. It's crunch time. We got Amo over here. What up? What up? As rock and always, roll, baby. Rock and got roll. A lot to talk about. We got a very special guest in the house. We got Andrew in the house. Oh well, thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here, guys. Yep. And he's got, a, he's got a new podcast coming out called True Story Bro. Yeah. Well, thank you for the plug. And thank you guys for having me on to talk. Oh, yeah. To chop it up with you guys. Oh, you I told you we'd have you on as soon as you got the first episode done. We got it done. Yeah, and that's yeah, the yeah. Whole, Editing is a whole other thing. Tell, like, me, tell me about it. <laughs> never take for granted that Brandon's a music. I'm like, I got this. Audacity's fine. I've never. Have I done any sort of audio before? Uh, Absolutely not. Then you get in the weeds with it, and you're like, ooh. Holy like, shit. what's happening over here? I'm just Hell like, yeah. oh my god. And like, you're dealing with large file sizes. Oh um, yeah. Like legitimately our first um so i'm already getting sidetracked get, yeah get like it to our me. first uh it's tangential our first recording session me and my best friend uh who's starting the podcast true story bro Who, who's his uh, what's his name my best friend's name's akeem okay he's, he's pretty amazing all he's right a, he's a pretty pretty cool guy you guys will be doing all the episodes together yes essentially awesome. the um the the hook is that we tell each other crazy true stories about crazy people doing crazy shit. Love it. Love to hear it. Yeah. Absolutely. That's that's the whole deal. So you shifted up a little bit of focus. At first you said you're going to be doing like a Bollywood uh, yes. mo- movie review. Yes. So Because you become quite obsessed with the, Bolly- the oh, Bollywood movies. Yeah. So a little about me. I got like the ADHD and like just a touch of the autism. We call right. it a touch of tism around my butt. <laughs> touch of tism. Just a touch, right? A sprinkle of Spurgers, if you will. Oh, geez. Right? All so right. I tend to get, keep, like, keep when I like something, going. I have to know, like, everything about it. Just get Hell obsessed. Yeah. 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 So uh, Akeem and I got, like, sucked into the world of Bollywood movies. It's a fun world over there. I, it's insane. And, but, yeah. like, and uh, he's equally into it as you are? Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, so you guys must be. You know what I heard once? We vibe out. Is like someone was comparing like Bollywood movies to American movies, and um, they were just saying that, you know, over here everything's just so serious. In America. In America, because life is so like comfortable. Yeah. That we we need to like. We need if we saw something that was comfortable, it would bore us. Yeah. So like the the polar opposite that we're attracted to that. Is is like you know there's these uncomfortable, suspenseful, like tense situations. Oh yeah. In Bollywood, like it's it's a it's a whole different vibe to live over there so like you gotta escape and exactly those movies are made sure. to like you know just yeah they're, they're more fun and they're entertain more entertain yeah. and just yeah throw everything over here i mean we're doing like theme parks and we're like the death trap and we're like we <laughs> sure. need to like feel like yeah. this thrill it's like give me that thrill yeah and then no, we like walk a... out into our air-conditioned car and drive to our air-conditioned garage and get into your air-conditioned home and it's all good yeah man. it's a little different a little different over there so, so you guys shifted up like the focus a little bit for the pod. Yeah, uh, mainly because it was like the amount of like time it takes to watch a fucking Bollywood movie because they're all three hours long. <laughs> There's no ninety minute Bollywood movie. They're all really easy to watch, but it's like fuck. I got yeah. I got shit to do, man. I gotta watch this movie and then talk about it and then talk yeah, about man. it. Yeah, I gotta take notes to like actually remember what happened. That's what's so funny about and this it's stuff. like. Yeah fuck this <laughs> it's also just i'm not trying to kill all the things i like or like you know the culture with this you have to monetize everything yeah not so even sure. monetize, but you have to make it bigger than what it exactly. is exactly i just like watching bollywood it's movies. just pure enjoyment for you so like why, why turn it into a homework assignment i will say this yeah true story bro will also feature the bollywood movie of the week 
if yeah. you're lucky and we figure and we get yeah, it. Yeah, we get to get into it. I think yeah. you guys have to include it because I mean it's going to be part of the See, the foundation of the it. whole the whole hook is that like I say in the intro like mm-hmm. if you're lucky you get a Bollywood movie of the week. So I shift it to them. I gaslight them to be like they uh, yeah. weren't good enough fans. Oh, damn. To, <laughs> So what are you looking for, like, interaction from the fans? Like, you need, like, a couple, like, uh, messages, a couple emails or something? Some of it's testing it out, and some of it's just, like, you know, did you watch this movie? Gotcha. From fucking 1996, <laughs> made Dude. by Talapathy VJ or some shit? Uh, it's like, no, I didn't. Hell yeah. So it's like... Fuck yeah, it's dude. So it's good to have you on here, man. It's, it's great to be on. It's yes. better to be here. You know, I've heard such great stories about the Pod Sham guy. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's all hearsay. Uh, we're just trying to live up the God Sham God. Yeah, tall tales. <laughs> if we can get you know, so, so you're one of the only people that knew who God Sham God was. Well, so I thank you. Th- you everlasting know, I thanks. try. I, one of the one of the autistic obsessions is basketball. So like that's nice. what Brandon and I. Oh, we're, vibe. We're, we're gonna talking be getting about. In, we're gonna get into uh, some hoops. Talk God Sham sure. God. <laughs> Rod Strickland. Yes. Yeah. Rod Strickland. Guaranteed to make him jump. <laughs> now, see, like... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> see, like, because when I was a kid, like, those guys had already... Fun, like, the ball handlers, it was like, were you a, a hot sauce guy or were uh, you the professor? There you go. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Professor. I know, professor. Yeah, well, you know, like... You taking hot sauce? I always... Well, I mean, as a, you know, maladjusted white kid in 2003, like, who didn't love the professor? But, like... <laughs> Um, on rewatch, hot sauce definitely has better handles. Okay. Like, I'll, go, I'll go back and rewatch like, it. Like, definitely. Yeah, I just, I have all these DVDs still of An One mixtape, like, just them touring, just them in the bus, and they're showing up in Arkansas or wherever, and then they just, like, load out of the bus, and they're doing their thing. You see. And it was funny, because I was like, I didn't expect to find them. Mm. I was digging through an old box and I was like, oh, I got these and one mixtapes still, man. You I'm like, sell those. They're probably oh, they're like... not for sale. <laughs> oh, oh that stuff is not <laughs> for sale. So you just throw those in the DVD player and it's like bad resolution. It's 480. Nice. Like, he just like looks like shit and it's all stretched out weird. And I'm like, Hell yeah. this is like bringing me back right here. This is this is 2001. Baby. See, my main guy was actually um, was Spider. Yeah. You remember Spider? Oh, yeah. Because he was like one of the few who could actually like dunk. Like, he actually had, like, sure. he yeah. could get up and dunk, and then he would do, like, the Spider-Man yep, hang up upside the... down on the rim. Yep. But, like, it still fucks me up every time they try to call Donovan Mitchell Spider. Because every <laughs> oh, time... Oh, yeah, you're like, oh, is I'm he like, on the court? What's going like, on over back? here? <laughs> Did he finally make it? Spider? Wait a second, he got traded to the Cavs? I was like, wait. Oh, my God. Who would have saw he that He just coming? dropped 71? Jeez. <laughs> this guy's on the come out. up. This guy's on the come up. Exactly. <laughs> Amo, how are you doing, man? Ah, uh, good, man. Yeah, you feeling the flavor? Always, always yeah? feeling the flavor. You living the dream this week? I've been trying to learn Spanish. Ah, you're gonna have to. I know Spanish. I think you're going full immersion. Okay, I know. I Just know, for the listeners, this guy's little... going to South America for five weeks. I so. know. I know Spanish. I know some Spanish. Okay. I can speak conversationally. All right. But I want to be like fluent, and like I was hung up on like uh, the the subjunctive te- tense. Okay. Which is like. Uh, when you're talking about something that will happen, but it's like kind of up in the air if it will or not, like there's yep. an unknown element to it. Gotcha. And it just changes the conjugation of the verb mm-hmm. uh, in a different way that doesn't happen in English. No. Yeah. It's tricky. Oh, it fucks everyone up, apparently. Nah. Yeah. So I'm just, I've been trying to hammer that in. I have a hazy bit of French and it's always conjugation. Conjugation, yeah. conjugation. Well, I took Spanish one. 
had to be like five to six times. Oh, <laughs> from like middle school nice. through high. I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> Donde estas? I have no clue what that means. You know, I was I was the same yeah. way too, because like I also had my classes live in the morning, and like I can't do anything in the morning. Gotcha. And but like when you watch it on YouTube, it's a lot easier somehow. Mm. Like maybe it's just because like you you're in the element and you're like. Is that, how, to learn it. is that how you're learning? Are you like watching somebody who's like kind of like fanatically just going through and just spacing everything out? And, yeah, this, I know? found this one dude that's really cool. Um, and he's just like, hey, most people get hung up. Do you feel like you're like a beginner that can't get to intermediate? Like, this is for you. I'm like, you are the guy for me. <laughs> Did you take Spanish one five times? <laughs> this, this YouTube channel is I got for kicked you. out of a few <laughs> Spanish classes. It was bad. Oh, man. What so, was your Spanish name? Did you get like Spanish? I was in French, so. Did you get a French? Oh, no, I guess like. Yeah, what was my name? It was probably like Depardieu or some some. You see, that was my like thing. Like, it was probably something basic. <laughs> D'Artagnan. See, they were like my, my teacher. Shout out, shout out to Miss Norte. Yeah. She, she tried so hard to teach me Spanish. It just was not happening. She's giving us a, she was like, what, who do you want to be? You want to be like Andres or something like that? I was like, I want to be Pepe. Oh. It's <laughs> like, hook me up with Pepe right nice. here. Nice. <laughs> I was like, it's the one. That's, That's who I was born to be. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So how's your week going? You chilling? Yeah, my week's going... Um, pretty fantastic you know i always that's that's my whole deal i if you ask me how i'm doing i always try to say fantastic, fantastic. yeah even when i'm not because you got to fake it till you make it right mm-hmm. um, absolutely but yeah it's been it's been a blur already mm. we're at like what wednesday it is it is okay. the 18th just tore down some sale displays at oh the yeah Lily street co-op we had an that epic was, night epic night yeah. last night epic night like that feels like so long ago like i had therapy this morning i had jujitsu this morning That's i worked out day. this morning i'm like now i'm here chopping it up with you guys i'm like it's a full day yeah it's a full like, day fuck i'm tired full day full <laughs> week well yeah. you're keeping the energy high yeah i had a good day I had a nice little um accident earlier i was going to grab nice some. accident it was it was just so it was too funny what's her name well yeah her name is Guinness, and she was she was a twelve pack. Genuine draft? <laughs> <laughs> not 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 MG or MG uh-huh. no not not Miller. It was Guinness Guinness draft. You okay. Know? So I'm like walking out of the, the store, and I got the twelve pack in my hand, and the box just rips like right in half, like oh, the most shit. dramatic rip. I'm holding it by two handles, and the thing rips, and so twelve bottles of beer just go everywhere. And it's spilling out into like the parking lot. Oh. It's going everywhere, and this guy just walks by, and he's just like he's like. He's like, oh, you hate it when that happens. And I'm just like, you don't have to say anything, dude. You just like, just keep walking. He was trying to empathize, you know. So I'm out there just scrambling, like grabbing beers. Thankfully, I had a backpack, so I just started throwing him, throwing him in my backpack. But it was hilarious, and I'm glad it didn't happen like in the middle of a street, because that would have been. Do you do that mid like Midwestern empathy where it's really not empathy at all? Where he's it was really passive aggressive, like, <laughs> passive yes. aggressive laughing yeah. at you. I've I've heard you mention this before that there's like a passive aggressive like Southern like oh darling. See, like, that's, yeah, yeah, now, that's just like, oh, did you do that? Praying yeah. for you. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. We're, We're keeping you in our thoughts. It's very, the Midwestern <laughs> thing is very similar. It's, how's it different? Well, it's different is that they're not as good at it as the su- Southerners, is that the Southerners can never bring themselves to actually be mad at you. Mm. So then they trick themselves into being, like, nice to you, and they generally forget why they're angry, or they just forgive you. 
Gotcha. Midwesterners don't. There's no forgiveness in the Midwest, people. Just none. <laughs> just just none. like cold sarcasm. Just cold. They will never let you forget anything. Oh, that's that's so true. You know, I. I have that, yeah. like, literally, like, I have that ingrained in my heart where, like, something will happen, and then, like, five years later, I'm like, it's like that time you fucking crash yeah. into the ditch, and it's like, stop bringing that up, dude. The best <laughs> motto... bitterness here. That's why you need the sun. The best motto for the Midwest <laughs> should be, sun. no, yes. it's fine. No, yeah. No, that's fine. Is it, though? Because it's not. Or, like, when I say, like, oh, I'm sorry, when it was just, like, and I'm, like, saying that to them just yeah. to, like, project that they should be saying sorry to me. Yeah. It's yeah, all the so, time. It's like, I do it all the time. And I'm like, am I just being an asshole? <laughs> and then you're like, I'm saying sorry. But they're like, and, you, and then he kind of brings it up. And they're like, oh, no, I I, I, I did wrong. My bad. My bad. No, I, did I did wrong. I did wrong. I did like always... that. <laughs> People should start using that. I did wrong. I did wrong. The, uh, I'm going to use that. The next generation, my bad. Yeah. I did my wrong. <laughs> well, my, there you go. Uh, my bad. No, the perfect one of that. This is a recent story. Uh, I was at the co-op. You weren't there, right? So they left me in charge. Like, when Brandon's not there, I have to be in charge, and it's really fucked up. I don't know how they let me do that. but uh, So far, so good. <laughs> I haven't burned it down yet. Nope. Um, but um, I'm there, and we're trying to make the store look nice, and me and one of our coworkers, Jason, we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah. Right? Big fan. And this guy comes up and goes, do you guys get paid to talk about Star oh, Wars? Oh, now that's some uh... passive-aggressive shit. And he was, and I looked at him like, I might smack the shit out of you right now, old man. Yes. I might. Oh my God. I might disrespect my elders right now. (laughs) And 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 he was like, (laughs) he was just like, that's a joke. That's like, and I was like, it's clearly not a joke. Like you were clearly (laughs) being serious. Some major underlining like. Yeah. yeah, There's always like. It's the subtweet of a freaking yeah, Essentially, the Midwest is where all the teachers who really wanted to curse at you but couldn't because they'd lose their jobs live. Like, what if that was a geographical region? Yeah, and a person type. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. you seen Star Wars, Amo? Yeah, I have yes. seen Star Wars. Yes, yes. I have. Star Wars is dope. You, you like it? It's a good story. It's a good story. That's all you can ask for. All right, all right. It's a great story. Yeah. First three. Oh, okay, we got a so-so mm-hmm. over here. Some of the acting, <laughs> some of the acting is always a little shoddy. Mm-hmm. Like it's a nice shot, goal leader, and I'm like, this is the worst <laughs> shit. I've seen. It's like, what? Who wrote this shit? It's kind of, it's, it, it's kind of mid. If it didn't have that John Williams score, I feel like it would be kind of lacking something major. That compared that, to shit that comes out now, though, like no, it's. Uh, I'll say this: there are verses like Star Wars is in a lot of ways like a, uh, um microcosm of our culture right? yeah okay you either think it's the best thing ever or the worst thing ever when it's really kind of uh I'm, kind of I'm somewhere in yeah there's somewhere in the middle yeah. i'm the guy in between yeah I'm, I'm just looking at it Listen. and it's slowly like is it entertaining or is it not is it passes hey. shit. right it's, if you're looking for entertainment yeah absolutely like it's got it's got shit that entertains you anytime you watch it that's a great point man that's a great point i like that I'm with that. That's why I watch pornography. Yeah. Pure, pure entertainment. Exactly, right? Yeah, pure entertainment. The yeah. stories in those suck. They just don't make... How many women get stuck in washing machines? Like, honestly. Apparently, when have you ever seen that before? I have not seen it. I think I got stuffed into a washing machine when we were kids, but it was a totally different... You don't... Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think it happens when you're And your stepbrother was not around <laughs> to get you out at all. Yeah, yeah. I think... Uh, yeah. I don't think that happened. Uh, <laughs> hey. Whatever happened in your home life, it's... 
It's really, ever, it's really made you into a actually, really... Actually, like, I got stuck boring. under a bed once when I was a kid. Okay. Like, legit. And legit? Like, how, how'd you get stuck? I was, like, just shimmying myself under there somehow, and it For was, what like... what reason, though? Like, give me the, give me the full story. What? I, I mean, I, I think it was, like, I lost, like, a ball, probably. Okay. I think okay. I had, like, an indoor Nerf hoop, and I think the ball went underneath there, and it was oh. in the far corner. Okay. And, like, I think the bed, like, bowed down just enough where I was trying to reach for it in the corner... And I just, I, I got stuck. Like, I was down there. And I was down there for hours. <laughs> I was going to add, that was the next oh, it was It was hours and yeah. hours, dude. And uh, so how did who they find found you? you? Yeah. Uh, I think my grandma came down, and then she screams, oh, like, grandma, he's under no. here. Yeah. <laughs> and then they came and lifted the thing up. But, I mean, that's all right. I mean, I got stuck on a freight elevator one time. And that was, like, the most epic, scary, like, horror movie type shit that ever happened. Oh, okay. I met, like so, one of the ones where you have to like close the yeah, gate like and an, an, an old yeah. school Friday elevator in Milwaukee, downtown Milwaukee. I was loading in pallets from the receiving dock and we put them mm. on this freight elevator and you take them up two floors to like, because it's in the city. So it's got, yeah. you know, it's easy here. You got like a dock everywhere. It's all, you know, pretty easy. But in the city, you got to like, you know, you got levels to it. And then uh, old rickety freight elevator and the thing gets stuck like halfway in between two floors. And I'm just in there with like two pallets of like milk and kombucha and just like just general like shit. And I'm in there for like long enough where the stuff started to go bad. And oh, like, wow. Yeah. They're like, oh, we got somebody coming to help, you know. It's like two hours later. I'm just like down there like chugging kombucha. I would imagine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They're just like, just eat whatever you want that's in there. I'm like, it's all milk and kombucha. <laughs> like, you can't mix these two together. <laughs> so I chose kombucha. Hey, man. <laughs> I, I'd make that. Yeah, yeah. Kombucha probably goes longer without making you sick. Yeah, I don't think you can drink a gallon of milk like yeah. that quick. Yeah. You know. Well, if you want them gains, bro. If you're concerned well, about bulking. <laughs> yeah, I should have just been down there doing push-ups and just taking yeah. taking down some milk. Man. So like over under like how long were you stuck there? Like two? it was like a buck thirty. It was like an hour and thirty minutes. Damn. Yeah. And then after that, we had to like the freight elevator is broken, so we had to take everything up on dollies like upstairs, oh. two stories. Two stories, bro. True story, bro. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's, I mean, your story that you're talking about with uh, this guy, like, oh, you get paid to, yeah. like, sit, you know, sit around and talk about this. This kind of goes into, like, my first news story. Okay. So, there's this woman in Canada. You know, people, people are working from home now, okay? Yeah. So, it turns out, you know, she wasn't really doing that much of her work on the, but she... You know, she got paid multiples, you know, say, you know, cycles, you know, mm-hmm. a couple of weeks in a row she got paid. And then they caught on. They use this uh, this software that detects, like, what the workers are doing from home. Yeah. It's got some kind of name to it. It's called, oh, yeah, TimeCamp. That's what they're using. So the work, uh, the, the employers use TimeCamp to, like, monitor their employees' uh, online work. Yeah. And she was just fucking around, not doing shit. She gets fired, okay? But the company is suing her. For 54 hours of work, of unpaid work. So I've I never heard of this ever before. I mean, there's like there's like time theft. You can get fired for time theft. Right. But they're not going to like charge you like whatever your wage was. And so the Canadian government or the Canadian court ruled with the company. And so now she has to fork up three grand for fucking, you know, time theft. <laughs> that's some of the craziest shit I ever heard of. Yeah. I mean. I think that's like. The thing I have to relate to that is, so before I worked at the co-op, I worked at Starbucks Mm -hmm. for three years, right? And, like, the way I got fired, the way I got shit-canned was... Tell me. (laughs) um, 
so like and with starbucks it's like everything's like regimented everything's from like on high down right right you only can get away with like you know like corporate will tell their whomever will tell their whomever who will tell their district manager who will tell you know and that's how they're implementing everything no so the way it works is i worked at the one on state street right yep a little bit of chaos down there i'd imagine amazing (laughs) amazing and (laughs) hilarious and awful everything boiled into one okay yep like they're not only like you know you state street a lot of homeless people but it's also right on campus so we got that cross section of like you know having to explain to the rich coasty mom why her daughter walked in on like <laughs> two people shooting heroin in the bathroom right like that was fun hard to explain yeah that woman probably still has free starbucks to this day oh <laughs> like, yeah if you complain she, if you complain enough to corporate they like give they you, like, will the, they will just be like they'll give you so here's, many here's a corporate free here's drinks. a corporate card you can essentially i'm sure hey, if Brandon. You, Pretend to do heroin and I'll narc on you. <laughs> and we'll get some free coffee. Uh, you can really okay. just call the number. <laughs> if you call nah, the number I don't give and are that... I don't even just want coffee, really. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't even know how you would pretend. But for people out there... How would you pretend? For people out there, go go, go run this yeah, scam for me. Someone, scam someone run this scam on Starbucks for me. Yeah, this is like a Saul Goodman scam right here. Yes. Go, you know, go pull that shit up. Like, I'm just telling you guys, you don't, it doesn't need to be that hard. At least when I was there, you just call the 800 number like, and they will happened. give you free coffee. If you make it to a person, that person will give you free coffee. Like, that's all that has to do. That's literally all you have to do. Oh, my God. Right. So, so what were you talking about? Something happened... Um, so like oh you got shit canned yeah so like i'm on the register all the time right because i'm you know joe customer service man right and i'm and i was shitty at making drinks right (laughs) um but like you're like i got the tea (laughs) got it i'll I'll fuck that up too don't don't you worry i will (laughs) but i'll fuck it up less um but uh i'm like so i'm like ringing things in right but like everybody, because we're so busy, you don't sign out of like tills and shit. Oh, right? yes, So I'm yes. just on, like I'm signed in to yep. their system all day. And then like the district manager comes in and she's super cool. Mm-hmm. Right. And then all of a sudden, like she calls me into the back and we're sitting in this like, it's kind of like how it is at the co-op where you have like the, the, like the open desk and it's like in front of everybody. Gotcha. And she calls me and I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like being interrogated by like for what oh from a dude over speakerphone in seattle like a lost prevention guy because apparently they no one really knows like why they they got a starbucks detective is that what this guy is essentially right and all (laughs) these big companies have like huge loss prevention deals right Mm -hmm. but he comes in he's he's over the phone right and he like he doesn't tell me who he is at first. Oh. And he's like asking me all these like, like, qu- just, like leading talking. questions to uh. try and get me. And I'm like, I'm starting to figure out like, uh. You've seen the breadcrumbs and you're like, what the fuck is this? Well, because like how that Starbucks, that Starbucks. So, right? so what happened though? What was. So he basically was like, because I was the one who was signed in. Right, it was like you've been giving out how many and free drinks, like because if your roommate came in, if oh, there was a sure, sure. girl you wanted to mac on, or a guy you wanted to mac on, or yeah. someone was having a fucking hard day, yeah, or you were trying to be nice, or you, like a regular, yeah, or, somebody or someone that's just came like, in on their day off or whatever the fuck. It was very yeah. like 
loosey goosey with the yeah. fucking like discount or the I mean I've I've known some corporate coffee shops where like my friends worked no. and it was just like it's well, like I don't know should we try to do 10 shots of espresso for free right now it's like let's do it in the <laughs> in the in previously I don't know how it is now that store mm-hmm. was also at any given time like when like it would be finals week at the um yeah UW at the UW we'd I'd shit you not be the third busiest store in the country It'd That's be, crazy. It would be us, Times Square, and Disney what? World. Dang. You know, those the big three. Time, yeah, you Times know. Square, yeah. Disneyland, and Madison State Exactly. Street, the big three. Um, so we were like... <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah, which, again, this will tell you everything about Star Wars. Like, the fucking corporate assholes would come in mm-hmm. during finals week and try to, like, take selfies uh, to try and climb the corporate uh, and be like, where can I help? Behind was like, you can help by getting the fuck out of yeah, my life. Yeah, right, yeah. Right? Just, like, one extra body. Like, Exa- what the fuck is going on Well, it's on also here? then, it's like... Now we have to be super strict because corporate's fucking here during our busiest fucking yeah, time of the year. Yeah, You know, it's... And plus what makes some of those shops, like, fun is just, like... The loose goose, you know, the loosey-goosey yeah, attitude. But we just like, keep it, keep it you moving. know. Yes, that's what people come back for. Yeah, exactly. For that's sure. what people and want. And we were yeah. like, you know, I probably made that store more money giving away one free fucking drink. To that's exactly what it is, too. Yeah. Having a hard day. Yeah. But they're like, just to put a bow on this to tie it back in, mm-hmm. he like gives me these like, we did an investigation. And I was like, I took that to mean like. I didn't take this to mean in the moment, first of all. You know, 26-year-old Andrew was freaking the fuck out. But uh, in retrospect, I was like, they just looked at the fucking, like, yeah. thing. They didn't do an investigation. No, fuck yeah. them. What's this guy, Detective like, Latte yeah, exactly. over here? Jeez. Yeah, he had literally he told me he had just gotten back from his run yeah. in Seattle, right? Yeah. And I'm like... Private investigator. You know, I was like, really? You went on a run before you fired me? Like, what the fuck, bro? Um... Uh, the frappe sleuth. Exactly. He's at it. He's frappe at it. sleuth. <laughs> this guy's going for it. But um, he's like, we want you to rat on all your coworkers, oh, anybody else who's no, done it, dude. to like Don't save flip. your job. Don't flip. And I didn't flip, right? And of course, it's all done in the very like Starbucks way of like yeah, we will might to... consider. Yeah, because they can't he... like they can't like um yeah. uh. What is the word? Uh, they just can't like infer, or they can't. Yeah, like, they, uh, that's like we might crazy. consider. Yeah, it's always like after firing you. No, uh, or, to gets, keep, or to keep your job. It gets but better. They're lying. No, they were. These, it? it was a lot of like, <laughs> and for, again, I'm like in front of everybody. That's like, so like crazy. my coworkers are coming like in and out to like spy to like eavesdrop. Yeah, you and I'm see, like, dude. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I like? And then that's like an elementary school when you got in trouble, and then there's like the, the s- class gets out, and you're still in the principal's yeah. office, and you're, yeah. you see your friends walking by. Yeah. They're like, no, it's he's like not you're out tell. in the hallway. Like it's <laughs> yeah. that even like yeah. that's the fucking. So now it's like not only do you want me to rat on all my friends and coworkers, but now you want me to like do it in front of them too, right? And it's like, well, I'm not doing that. That's fucked up. And then, of course, the district manager starts crying when she Shit. fires me. yeah. Because he doesn't actually fire me. He hangs up the phone and tells the district manager to fire me. Fuck. And That's then, brutal. That's brutal. Then the best part, the insult to entry, my actual store manager, mm-hmm. like the lady who like ran the store. Yeah, and that you're like, dealing with every yeah, day. Who yeah. hired me. Mm-hmm. You want to guess? After they fired me, who had to go upstairs and tell her that I was fired? 
I don't know. This guy right oh, here. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. I was like, like, do you want to go tell her that you're fired? And I was like... You're making me do this? I was like, really? Yeah. Really? I should have told them to fuck off. But again, 26-year-old uh, Andrew was not like... And you probably wanted to say goodbye to and all that. Yes, but... That's, that's kind of a good... Um, not good, but I mean like a, like a good last moment. They didn't like drag you out. Yeah. They weren't like... But to put a bow on it. Yeah. Right? He said... I remember him saying this. Now we're not going to make you repay all the money you stole there from Starbucks. There we go. Star- there and it I'm is. Like, there it is. We're Gee. not going to do the work to yeah. tell you that because it's a bullshit reason to fire you. Yeah. But could you imagine? They're like, you owe us six grand <laughs> in lattes from the last three years. And you're like, what? Man. I don't think so. All those basic girls I banged, though, was worth it. Oh, there it is. <laughs> All two of them. Oh, still, that makes it worth it. <laughs> right? State State Street, as a mid-20s, you know, mid-20s man, must have been fun. Uh, you know, it was, you know, I find new and creative ways to screw it up. It also, like, <laughs> it didn't help. Yes. Um. It didn't help that, like, you know, I'm sure you guys can hear by my voice, I sound like I'm 12. Right, so what? at I don't first, think so. thank you. Yeah, but you'll you'll see never it in the audio. Like, like, trust me, I'll it's like, it. oh, I sound like that. I'm looking at the wave file right now. Doesn't doesn't say you're 12. Well, you know what? If anybody <laughs> can make me sound like an actual adult male, it's you, Brandon. We'll see. And I appreciate. Do you want it. me to drop like two octaves, like for your voice? Oh, if you could, oh, if yeah. you actually could, <laughs> you could show me how to do that later. That would be. I could, I could show you how to that do that. That would be clutch. Absolutely. But um, <laughs> no um. No problem. But like my voice is like very like, it's like borderline effeminate. Like I almost like dick in the ass, but not huh. really. Right. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, but, like, I, like... So there was, of course, the pool of, like, whether or not I was gay. Oh, right? yeah. Which yeah. started. Right. right. And then it was... I was super sensitive about, like, I'm the only... For a while, I was the only dude that worked there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And all my coworkers were, like, hot, like, and were they 20-somethings. Like, like, were they, like, overly, like, flirt with you, too? No, I would make it... Apparent. I was also like, I'm was 26 with undiagnosed like ADHD and autism. Like I was uh, weird as fuck. Okay, like okay. it was not like I'm still weird as fuck. But um. But now you. Know. I would make it a point to be like, don't like keep this like separate. Separate. Gotcha. Right. That's um. Probably smart. Yeah, and also the 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 third part is that my other straight male coworker who you know was in and out and finally came back permanently yeah was this guy named nick nick if you're listening i don't know why the fuck you're listening i love shout you. shout out nick return my calls we can just assume no. he's listening exactly what if he what if he calls you like in three days and he's like i was listening to pod sham you know what and, honestly like... he might he lives in the area <laughs> it'll be three years it'll he be might like, there has to come a tipping point i, I always wonder everyone catches on yeah i always Here's... wonder that because like yeah like there's like a couple of things that we said like in episode two or three and somebody's like says it and i'm like Wait, wait, wait a second. Like, it's like, you're just like that from your memory bank. And I'm like, did I say that? I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, don't yeah. call me on the shit I said <laughs> on the podcast. Right? Sorry, what were you going to say? Cut you off. But like, Nick, you know, every, he's tall, blonde. He has the whole fucking like. He's the whole package. Like, like, Brandon, I don't, like, this he's, could be his apartment. 
Okay. He's very like musically inclined. He's uh, got the whole fucking white dude with acoustic guitar thing. Oh yeah. It's like everybody had a crush on Nick. I had a crush on Nick. <laughs> it was like Nick sounds pretty hot. You know, <laughs> I don't want to play the game hot or tall, but like it was you uh, know, in yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's an automatic pass. He's a he's he's a good looking man. Right. Anyway, um, but he like. He was banging everybody. I was gonna say apparently. he didn't. He didn't keep the separation. He didn't keep the separation. <laughs> there was no the separation way, with Nick, right? But like, and Starbucks of Nick. course, when like the pretty customers would come in, mm-hmm. be like, "Is your coworker here? Oh, Is that no. tall one here? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. He can squeeze you in on Tuesday. Like, you got his schedule. He has yeah. next Wednesday free. <laughs> yeah. Um. Does your HMO cover it? Like, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it was like this was the whole thing. Like, um, I'm I'm with a very lovely and amazing woman, Emma, who um, Shout I out met. Emma. At, I met at Starbucks, but it took me so long to ask oh. her out because oh. I my progression was, oh, she's just being nice. Uh. Oh, she's probably into Nick because what on earth would she be into, like? <laughs> I mean, see, he's got big Nick energy. Yeah, apparently he does. <laughs> apparently he does. Puns out. So I got to. I got to break the puns out. So you met your girl while you're working there, though, huh? Yes, she worked at the um, Starbucks or the um, Walgreens right oh, across the way. I love Rackstock. that. I actually love that Walgreens. It's the one affinity, downtown. The one on State. Yeah. I have an affinity for it. You have an affinity for that I Walgreens. Have, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is it's that a, like it's, your... a, it's in a spot. It's in an iconic spot. There's something about it. it it's right there, though. Like there's you just always, something you about it. There's yeah. something about that Walgreens. Specifically, for you. yeah. I just, feel like I've worked... always had that Walgreens in my life too. It's like a constant <laughs> on State Street. Like, I worked always at the Walgreens there. on the square. That, that one, a... I do not have an affinity. That for. was that's <laughs> that, me neither. No affinity. That shit is I agree. I agree. I walked past it today and I was like, no affinity for you. I get a fucking anxiety attack every time i fucking go in there um but yeah i just like the uh the, there's like the tile on that that, that state street walgreens mm-hmm. one as you're walking in the sliding doors it kind of makes it feel like you're in a bigger city like you know when you go to like a, like a real city like like new york or mm-hmm. chicago and like the target you have to like yeah. get on an escalator to like you know sure. they have that now down. i know have that been to the under oh, yeah. armor target oh yeah, yeah. i've been <laughs> under armor took a fat l on that one yeah steph curry where you at on that Really, bro? They built two stories. <laughs> they built a whole ass new building. They didn't even like. They built a whole ass two story building. How long was that around? Like, two or three years, maybe. Light. That's light. It was yeah, somewhere in that realm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nobody's buying stuffs like that. You know what's dope though? What do you, you got? Seen, seen Jordan Brand and football jerseys. You like it? I I, lo- I love seeing that. I, I think lo- that, I love seeing Mike Duncan in the football game. I think that that will spread for sure. I mean, why wouldn't? Well, that's it? been a thing. Like you know, you remember like Jeter always had the Jordan brand Yo, like, cleats, a hundred percent, like a hundred percent armband and shit. Yeah. Um, Amo, you got any news stories? Uh, yeah, I got bring, bring the news funk this week. I got a, <laughs> I got a couple of stories. This just oh. in from the news desk. Andrew, how 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 much do you like birds? I'm I'm pro bird. You're pro I guess bird. generally for the ecosystem. I'm pro bird as well. You know the big Shout city out. like nostalgia. Like whenever I see a pigeon, yeah, like that's a that's a big one for me. Rats um, with wings, baby. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're all rats with wings. I was born in San Francisco, <laughs> so whenever I see a seagull, 
That's a big affinity. Big affinity. Yes. I saw red-tailed hawk not too long ago, so that okay. was fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, in Kenya, they got a war on birds right now, and I'm what? all for it. I'm what, all... What's going on in Kenya? Well, so they have that drought right now. Okay. And there's like a really invasive bird that eats all the crops. Drinks all the water. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a, you know every... <laughs> the birds drinking all the water in Kenya. It's, it's a fight. It's a fight to survive out there. So what are they just killing them in mass quantities? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. They're using. Do they taste good? No, they're using pesticides, which actually kind of sucks. Like that's interesting. Yeah. Tell me more. What else do you know about this story? Uh, it, like it, it, it's not like the first time. Like it happens with other countries too. It's just like what they do. Like this bird sucks, mm. and then they deal with the bird yeah. sucking. Okay. Yeah, invasive species are a thing. Like you got like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love the story. I love yeah. the story. What kind I mean, of bird is it? Oh yeah. Do we got any yes, beats? It is a red build uh something. A red build. A red build mm. something. Damn. <laughs> red scare. Yeah, I don't watch know. out. I think yeah, I think the word that I wanted to spell autocorrected into something that it's not. So, <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at it and I'm like, yeah, it's That's a, not it's, a it. red, it's a red build something. Yeah. It's a red build something. Hell yeah. Um there's a there's a uh crash in Nepal with the airplane. Did you see that? Mm-mm. See, I got like passenger plane or like passenger a passenger plane. How many people? Like thirty-eight people. Okay. So that's crazy. Um, it's like this danger. It's the world's most dangerous airport, but they haven't had like a. I thought crash the world's most dangerous airport was in Hong Kong because you had to like do that bank where you had to bank over the the mountains and then come back in. But maybe no. this one's more dangerous. I don't know. This one, this one's supposedly. I've been there actually. I've been in the pond. I've been fine. Okay. Um, well, you're you're back here. Yeah. 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 No, um, but supposedly it's like it's um, it's really unsafe to land and take off in these places. Gotcha. Um, that's what makes it super super dangerous. What makes it like like is somebody gonna shoot the plane down? Or no, no, like... no. It's in the Himalayas. And... Gotcha. Oh yeah. Abominable stuff. snowman, bro. <laughs> yeah, of course, the Yeti. The Yeti. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I just, I just thought you meant something. He reaches like up that. and he just like just... swats that shit. <laughs> like, <he's Mutombo. laughs> yes. Yes. That, yes. that too. That just too. like Mutombo. Uh, just like too. Mutombo. Yeah. You got any new stories, Andrew? Uh, yeah, I could, I could, I have break one out for you. Yeah. Um. So, um. One of you know my uh, my main autistic obsession is uh, from the time I can remember, I've been fascinated with like combat sports. Yes. And shit like that. You're a big jujitsu guy. Big jujitsu you guy. Compete, you compete in tournaments. You go. What off. got you into jujitsu? Well, um, I was, you know, before I started jujitsu, I was like obsessed with like MMA, pro wrestling, nice. fucking sumo wrestling. If it involved two people beating the shit out of each other, <laughs> you're all in, or pretending to beat the shit out of each <laughs> sure. other, I was was there. Hey man, wrestling off. I think had a hold of all of us in a certain age. Exactly, Hulk Hogan era, up to like the um, New World Order. Up to like I'd say probably up to like the rock and stone cold. Okay. That's a that's the golden era right yeah, there. Yeah. Right? But like <laughs> I like so I'm like twenty, right? Sure. And I'm like fat. I had like long hair. I'd quit everything I'd ever tried when it got hard. I can't even picture you as fat because ever since I've known you you've been like I'll show you the picture. You're like, you're like I just came back from the gym. And then, like, I, I see Again. You, you come over to my house tonight. You're like, I hit the gym twice today. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I try. It's, it's you know. Um, but, yeah, I was, like, fat. I was out of shape. And I was, like, 
I looked myself in the mirror and I was like, before you commit to like being a fat piece of shit for the rest of your 20s, right? Like do this and not don't quit when it gets hard. Hell yeah. Right? And then like I Googled jujitsu and okay. Madison mm. and um, it kind of just snowballed from there. It wasn't like, it was like, Oh, I started eating better, so I didn't feel like shit at jujitsu. Right. I started going to bed earlier, so I didn't feel like shit at jujitsu. Sure, I started sure. lifting weights. It created and then, like a lifestyle where you're like, this exa- is making me feel better. Exactly. As as cliche, the, the jujitsu cliche is that it's a lifestyle. And it wasn't really like... It seems like it is, though. Like Once people go into that world, I'm like... Well, oh. all of that... It's a cult. All, it's a, well, In a lot of ways, it's a cult. <laughs> well, all of it is, is just like, it's just a mastering like disciplines, you know? It's, it's the art. Yeah. It's, and it, all, it all comes from Buddhism is what it is. Okay. Um, so all of that shit, like as it spread, like it gained, you know, all sorts of different, you know, uh, ways to be appreciated. Like Japan obviously mm-hmm. had its own way to appreciate it as yeah. other countries did. And that's what eventually started jujitsu, right? And then Brazil kind of took it from there and made it. Yeah, yeah I amazing. actually read. Um, it's always super funny getting in like the cult shit. It's like, tell me, there's some dudes like it. you guys know who the Gracies are, right? Yeah, yes, of course, yes. right. So like the Gracies, the way they would have it believed is that Halio, or mm-hmm. depending on which side of the Gracie family you are on, there's uh, essentially there are these two brothers, Halio and Carlos, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're on like the Halio side of the family, you basically are like Halio invent didn't just invent jujitsu. He invented leverage. Gotcha. He's like Archimedes <laughs> yeah. out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Right? Just inventing leverage and yes. grappling. Yes. Like he's like the greatest philosopher. Direct, direct from Ex- God himself. Exactly. Yeah. You know, just out here like winning Nobel Prizes and, and you know. <laughs> but essentially what they did where they were one of the reasons their style of jujitsu, mm-hmm. um, one of the reasons it kind of came why it was so different from judo, because mm-hmm. it all it sprung out of judo, right? Sure. They were taught by this Japanese guy um, and his students, you know, who had moved to Brazil, who had fought in catch wrestling, and he called gotcha. it jujitsu. And the only reason he called it jujitsu is because he was a prize fighter. Right. And judo at the time was still run by like, you know, the samurai, like the master sure. and like gotcha. the founder of judo, Jigoro Kano, was very like, okay. you cannot pri- you cannot use this shit to prize fight. So he's like, I'm totally not using your shit to prize fight. <laughs> it's jujitsu. It's yeah. completely different. It's a different bro. thing. Different discipline. Different altogether. thing. Different completely different thing. That's um, awesome. But he taught it to these people in Brazil. They didn't have a lot of room where they were practicing, right? So they couldn't do a lot of the big throws. So they had to do a lot of the tight, new, tight quarter stuff. Yeah, they had to yeah. do a lot of the nawaza, the groundwork, and gotcha. they got super specialized at that. And these two guys, mm-hmm. basically, uh, Carlos and Helio. Carlos, a uh, noted mystic. Um, How do you get that credit? <laughs> well, when you literally like. Um, when you literally build a lot of your fortune, basically convincing, um, acting as the spiritual like guide for one of the heads of a major Brazilian bank in like the 1940s, mm, like that, yeah, and getting him to bankroll your weird jujitsu obsession, it's like hell yeah, 
you know that's, and he, that's mystical dude here's the thing like mm-hmm. the gracie family is like it's a clan right it's essentially like well, i always hear people like they change their last name to gracie because they really want to just like be in on that and it's like oh well it's there like are a-, a lot of dudes who are like related through their mom's side who okay. like change their name who go by the that's, gracie that's name. what i'm talking sure. about yeah, right? I, always, I always hear that stuff but it's, here's it's, like, it's like a third cousin removed but here's how it gracie. starts you know like the the mansion where the mayor lives in new york okay gracie mansion it's the same fucking family, dude. What? Yeah, so it's this big Scottish nobility family, and the reason uh. and the black sheep of the family mm-hmm. ended up in Brazil running carnivals, Gastel Gracie. Wow. And he was like, and he raised the kids, and they sometimes yes. they were destitute, and sometimes they weren't. And okay, okay. But here's the whole thing: so Carlos and Halo have this weird worldview, right? Where it's like. And, I, and I, it's the mysticism thing. Yeah. They only name their kids with the letters R, C, K, and then there's one more. But those are the power letters. Gotcha. Right? So Damn, everybody is like... letters. Yeah. They're the power letters. <laughs> I got an R at the end of my last name. They legitimately had... Like, the reason there's so many of them... One of the reasons is that they believe sex is only for procreation. Okay. And they have like... and. These dudes essentially live like medieval kings and have like five different secret families. It's why like sure. five of the brothers don't talk to the other sure. five of the brothers. And they're yeah. also all like 20 years younger than the other five brothers. Absolutely. But they all have the same dad. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, the thing about like the judo, how it relates is that judo gets super popular right it gets into the olympics it's gonna basically swallow jujitsu mm-hmm. and the only reason it didn't is because carlos and Haley were like this is our fucking hustle bro yeah. no well, stay yeah. out oh wow they, they were giant sticks in the mud hmm. and we're just like no you keep that judo shit away from from us we're doing something <laughs> completely different apparently <laughs> damn yeah. Okay. But it's one of those like um And so that got you on like a whole new path like in your life. Like you just changed everything. Yeah, you know, like um it exposed me to so many different things and mm-hmm. worldviews and especially as someone who it gave me um direction, right? Gotcha. Yeah. Goals to chase after and like consistency, direction. Yeah, or, yeah. and I don't want to say it gave because jujitsu is Every a lot of jujitsu, I say it's a cult because I get very annoyed with like the jujitsu. Jujitsu, you know, if, you know, only everybody trained jujitsu. You know, the oh, world would heal itself, yeah. and you know, dogs and cats would live together, and like, big... oh man, you train, you're good at jujitsu. You're a black belt. You must be this philosopher king yeah. who's good at everything. <laughs> and it's like that's no, dude. What Not... jujitsu or music or martial art or any sort of hard discipline, to your mm-hmm. point, are it's a mirror, right? It will show you what you what need you're to doing. look, yeah. what exactly. you need to work on on yourself. And it's on you to actually apply those lessons. That's why it actually started in the first place, because they needed something to entertain themselves in between studying Buddhism. Damn. And it applies the same process. The process to master something is the process to master something universally. Of course. So that's how yeah. it came up, and that's how it spread. And Straight up dedication. Still here. That's what's up. Damn. All right. You guys are bringing it. You guys are bringing it. <laughs> we try. All right. Anything else going on in the news? Uh, 
Well, I didn't expect to talk about uh, <laughs> the Gracies and their craziness, but um, going back to like my original like obsession with MMA. Yeah. MMA is like a the best way I can describe it is that MMA is the red light district of sports. Combat sports is the red light district of sports meaning you mean like society wise or yeah like your basketball right love it you remember all that shit kyrie irving got into like how could i forget right got dropped by nike serious consequences got you know he got ousted from the team for five games yeah yeah if he was an mma fighter what would happen nothing yeah. No, not nothing. He would have been a bigger star. I say, what he been like more? <laughs> he would have been main yeah. eventing more UFC. He would have been more revered. Got, got more fervent and you fans wanna, and everything. You want and, and this will get yeah. into the story I'm about to tell. So hell yeah, you guys know who runs the UFC, right? If I ask Dana you, White, yeah, Dana White, yeah. who I reflection affectionately, not so affectionately, refer to as Suge White. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because if you want to describe like. Why why is Dana White Shug weird? White. It's like just call him Suge White and everybody who knows who yeah, like, Shug Knight who is, you're talking yeah, about you'll absolutely. be like, "Oh, so that's like, Dana White." Oh, he's like hanging guys upside down from a balcony and yeah. then bringing guns into recording sessions and all just that like stuff. an overly mad kind of like, you know, Suge Knight was like the bodyguard who happened to like he well he had a vision to like and street he came up. and he had a vision and yeah. he street fought his yep. way to dominance and then when he got there yeah you realized oh he doesn't know how to manage anything (laughs) right that's dana white and one of the like the most like infuriating things is like dr dre was talking about this session that they had and there's an engineer and like engineers are just dorks you know it's like me Mm -hmm. over here with the computer and this i'm like checking the levels oh my god and so this engineer and this is back when they had tape he rolls the tape back just too far and they like go to start it and it was at the wrong point and suge knight's like everybody clear out and they fucking beat the shit out of this engineer and just like toss him out on the street. And Dr. Dre was like, yeah, I'm kind of maybe a little bit more on the dorky side of the situation. Like, I can't. I mean, we can't be having engineers getting beat up over nothing. Dre Day did only make easy payday. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Yes. Uh, classic. I love that so Dan- that's, that's one of my favorite albums of all time, that Easy E Dust album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He still ain't yep. worth a food stamp. There you I don't go. care how much money he has. Um, um, so Dana White. So Dana White, um, who I won't go too too far into. Like he, um, he's essentially a six year old man child, right? At this point, okay. Because he's the UFC has built out to the point where they're getting they're making money hand over fist, right? Yeah. But uh, and they're kind of fucking over some of the fighters, huh? Oh, they fuck over all the fighters. All I'll, the I'll fighters. get into that. <laughs> all right, all right? right. Tell me more. Um they So like this will tell you how shambolic it is. Dana White on New Year's Eve gets caught on video slapping the shit out of his wife, like in like a club in also, like, first this, of this all... This past New Year's? Yes. So, like, like, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah. He, like, slapped the shit out of his wife drunkenly sure. in a club. God right? damn. Yeah. Okay. On video, everything. Right? Fuck. Does ESPN say anything about it? ESPN is the same outlet who was, like, wall-to-wall Kyrie Irving coverage. Yes. And wall-to-wall, yes. you know... Yeah. Covers... No, they have Stephen A. Smith with his pulled-back hairline, like, carry water... 
for Dana, right? <laughs> Does anybody say anything about it other than his toxic ass like pseudo right wing be like, well, she hit him first, bro. Whoa, <laughs> yeah. damn. Even some of his fighters was like, well, you know, she did hit him first, man. That's fucked up. Exactly, That's right? That's fucked, yeah. Now making it now making it doubly depressingly hilarious. Do you know what the new thing Dana White was promoting? Uh, right when that came out, Mm-mm. Uh, the, no. the Dana White Power Slap League, oh, which is God. essentially awesome. because Dana White is a six-year-old man-child yeah. who Oof. discovered the internet, who is like two years behind the times. Dana White just discovered. Is... You know those Russian videos oh, where they course, like stand at a table and smack. He oh, yeah. saw that and was like, "Ah, oh, that's my next thing," <laughs> and he has a show. Oh Literally called the Dana White Power Slap League. Uh, you know what they did? They delayed it one week. That's that's that was their that was their big like yeah, stand. That's, uh, I call that a slap on the wrist. Exactly. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Terrible. It gets better. What do you got? Right. Tell so Dana me. White, you know, a guy who I've just called Shug White. You know, yep, yep. he's you've seen this man, right? Sometimes he literally looks like um, a strawberry. At some point, right? Now, sure. Brandon, like an yeah. white strawberry. Now, Brandon, if you had to venture a guess, that's what illicit drug is that usually is a uh, strawberry appearance and high levels of energy. And I mean, it could be a cocaine. It could be a okay. Mass, let's let's, let's stick a... with cocaine. Let's stick okay. with some sort of yeah. Um, you know, amphetamine upper. Da- upper I'm gonna yeah. say cocaine. For Probably, this, yeah. for this, uh, and the thing. ego, the ego goes along with that yeah. too. I'm, so. go- I'm gonna say, semi confidently that Dana White has done <laughs> at least one bump socially, sure, at some point. Yeah, right, absolutely. So, like, <laughs> to your point, how they're fucking over a fighters, right? Yeah. All right. That's what I always hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are some UFC fighters that you know? Uh, there's Connor and Abib. Connor and Habib, okay. Cowboy uh, Cerrone. Cowboy Cerrone, okay. He's a great example. Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz. Yeah, uh, his brother. All right. How much money do you think Ca- Cowboy Cerrone made in his UFC career? Total. Yeah. How I'll much do that. you think? So, so he's done what, like maybe like what, thirty fights in the UFC? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. How much has he made? Two and a half million dollars. Two and a half million dollars. He probably he just retired. Okay. He probably got to a million, a million, and a that's half. it. Dang, UFC I champions. Mean, yeah, Dimitri, what, the most successful UFC champion of all time from a statistical sense. He uh, is this man named Demetrius Johnson. Yeah, right. He defended the UFC flyweight title a record thirteen times, literally. And it wasn't even like he was boring. He literally threw a guy into the air, caught him in an arm bar <laughs> out of midair, and broke his arm. Like some fucking, like, you would have thought it was a fucking shitty Netflix, like... Yeah, like a bad action movie. Yeah. No, he threw another... An, I won't say grown, because he's 125 pounds. Not I'm kidding. But, like, he threw another professional athlete sure. into the air, caught him into an arm bar, and, like... Yeah. You know, he's... I just wanna, wildly entertaining fighter. I, the devil on the other side, though, like I feel like maybe like comparatively to other sports, like you really only have like one like event at a time, spaced out. However, however okay. many months. But let's. Um, well, and 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 so like however much that generates like, 
um obviously they had to cut the 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 viewers too but like a lot of people just go to bars and shit it's not like they're watching it individually okay um and shit so i don't i i feel like you know maybe they maybe like how much does 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 it generate like how much money does ufc generate so this is the ufc i have no idea ufc will constantly tell you they make record profits every they made record profits Basically, every year they've broken their own record since 2019. Yeah. They had a string of two high 20s of sellouts, right? And this is something we know in court documents. Fighters, there was a class action lawsuit and all of this came out in discovery. Because beforehand, it was it was way easier for the UFC to deny or Shug White to come out and be like, we give them, you know, secret bonuses. It's like, yeah, bro. Secret yeah, bonuses. you're taking yeah. company money and just giving people a million dollars in like off fucking the bo- off the books. cash, off right? The books. Like, here's how it is. The company gets 80. Fighter pay is 20% of their budget. It will never exceed 20% of their budget. All of the revenue, Mm -hmm. because you're not paying to see the UFC, right? I mean, you might at some point if you've never seen it before. I think when people get into MMA, I think that the UFC would be that calling card that that people would kind of, that would be the entry level. They bank on the brand, right? But then that quickly wears off and then it becomes, you're paying to see Conor McGregor. You're paying to see Israel Adesanya. The stars, the stars, the Cowboy Cerrone's, the stars, Mm -hmm. right? Once you start to know about the sport yeah, right you get invested in a particular fighter exactly. you're gonna tune in to see this guy right? specifically you like his backstory yeah. you like the way he fights you're also, gonna be going you know it's like the nba in a, in a sense exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. right yeah. and how much do you think like an entry-level ufc fighter makes 100 grand a year 10 and 10 10 and 10 what so this is another way they do it yeah right? they don't just make twenty thousand dollars okay right do they get points on they, the back end or no, they get anything they like... make 10,000 just to show up and then 10,000 if they win because Dana White thinks it makes them fight harder to like sure. have yeah right do you know how hard MMA is no it's it inc- looks very hard it is incredibly <laughs> difficult yeah <laughs> it's incredibly hard yeah. right and i'm not saying like but it's incredibly hard and the comp the leading the industry leader is making record profits year over year and how many fights if you're an entry-level fighter like how many fights can you have in a year 10 it depends on your contract so dana white and we're talking about the ufc is economists and game have have classified it as a monopsony right which is kind of like the nerdy version of a monopoly okay um a monopsony is that they have so much buying power Mm mm-hmm that they are an effective monopoly that they even though they don't control every little piece of the pie Mm -hmm. right interesting they have like they got their hands they are so powerful everything when they want to and they dictate so much about the way the industry moves and set so much of the terms Okay. okay that it it's an effective monopoly and to your point, interesting, right? Yeah, they they used to they were much better about signing people from different promotions and bringing them in, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's most of it is the Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, where they take these guys who they love to like 
they love to mark it as like this dude's from a broken home. His oh. uncles, brothers, the, cousins, sisters, roommate killed himself. The backstory. Yeah. You know, yeah. he has yep. five different jobs and he's trying to train full time. To make his yeah, to make he ends fights meet. his fucking dick off. Yeah, right. Gives him gives himself irreversible brain trauma. Because yeah. what we know about head trauma now, you think the UFC, a sport where one of the primary ways to win is to hit the guy in the head enough times yeah. that he stops defending himself. And they're always coming out and being like, you know, boxing's worse for you when you get hit with a glove. It's worse than when you're getting hit like this. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure they're both bad. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you guys are kind of yeah, They're split, both split really hairs. bad for you. <laughs> splitting hairs over here. Exactly. That, that kind of stat. And so he goes there. Right? It's why the fighters just like, you know, like a basketball prime, right? You see a guy at... 23 and then you see him at 33 and he's a different guy oh absolutely in mma yeah it's like you see a guy at 24 Mm -hmm. and then you see him at 28 and he's done yeah done yeah yeah right and it's so his earning potential his years of earning potential are like it's like a five-year window fighters have a very short window and it's different for anybody it's different for everybody but but at most like you're talking like three to five years probably something like that so if you're making 10 grand but let's say you got in on that year, Dana White Tuesday Night much. Contender Series contract. You're making 10 and 10. You know how long those contracts are? Two months? 10 fights. 10 fights, okay. So you you might fight your entire career at most in the UFC, and the most grand. money you might make is 200, 200 grand, grand before taxes, yeah. before paying your coaching and your training and trying to do it full time. Yeah. You oh, know? yeah. It's... The. What I was saying about the most successful champion in UFC history, mm-hmm. right? Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. When he was the UFC champion, how much do you think a UFC champion should make per fight? Just knowing nothing about... Well, let's say, let's say they're uh, playing at Madison Square Garden. Say there's a big New York City show. Mm-hmm. It's being promoted. It's uh, pay-per-view money. Um, can't forget about illegal streams. Illegal streams, I think people underestimate because that promotes the brand and it brings attraction to um, the overall money that like the league is worth. Um, I think that they should probably be getting paid like for that fight alone, no less than seven hundred grand. Okay, so that's that's what you think, right? Yeah. Now, for the person that wins, the person that wins outright, okay. and they're and they're bringing promotion for a championship. To the sport. Yeah, I think a championship would be a milli. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, think, Between seven hundred and uh, that's, yeah, these are all like vastly over what I'm about to say. Oh, I, I figured it, it would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think... and I want to stick on this uh um point mm-hmm. about one second. Oh, the girlfriend's calling me. All right. I wanted to stick on this point. Want to get around the podcast real quick? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to stick on this point about um the uh pay per view. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it used to work then when the way the fighters, a guy like Conor McGregor, the way he made and cut. was able to get to be the golden goose mm-hmm. was because the UFC's model at that time was we needed million dollar pay-per-views this quarter, this a million pay-per-view buys here, here, and here. Yeah. So it was more in their interest to promote a guy and yep. he obviously is very charismatic. It's a handshake deal, right? Like okay. in that sense, right? You need the right guy who's also really good at fighting, mm-hmm. who's charismatic, and you then you need to promote him, right? Yep. But the UFC quickly figured out one of the reasons why Stephen A. Smith carried water for Suge White because mm-hmm. they are the atlas that holds up ESPN Plus. 
their streaming yeah, service sure. yeah, that no they, one uh, fucking yeah. uses. They sign that exclusive deal. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Co- so, Kobe, Kobe was going to take that off, yeah. though. That, was that with Kobe's detail? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Kobe well, detail? I'll Kobe, say, Kobe so was going to fly. ESPN pays the UFC. <laughs> He's, they subsidize their pay-per-views. So they've taken the volatility out of their own market. Okay. The UFC, they're going to make money, guaranteed money from ESPN. So Oh, yeah. Like yeah. ESPN pays them five hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, and that's just, what I'm that's what I'm saying about building the brand too. It's exactly like, it's so. Li- it's like with a basketball team. The 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 owner buys the team for three hundred million dollars, and then five years later, the team's worth a billion dollars. It's like, well, boom, seven mm. seven hundred million right off the top. Right. Like, so what? Are you going to pay LeBron fucking fifty million dollars a year? <laughs> but then you're going to make seven hundred million over that. That's yeah. like, what? Come on. Give me a break. Well, this and people is, are like, oh, these players are making too much money. I'm like, dude, well, you guys listen, cutting the checks listen, are making exponentially you, more I than t- that. Come on. I want to make this clear. I like if the UFC, like if the fighter split was even 60-40, yeah. but the fighters were just getting a more equitable take. Sure. So this thing about the UFC champion, you said 700 million or 700,000. Yeah. And you said a million, yeah. right? Yep. Demetrius Johnson who at the time was the number one, number two pound-for-pound fighter in the world, throwing people in the air, catching them in arm bars. Yeah. Just amazing. What did he make? 30 and 30. Damn. 30K and 30K. So 60 grand He's for a his... He's a software... 60 grand for be, his win. He yeah. could be a software developer at fucking Epic for that for that amount of money. Yeah. God. Yeah. And you had to try to run. And it's only slightly a slow fuck. <laughs> All right. I'd probably rather fight. <laughs> hey, well, boys. You got to roll? I have to roll. Okay. Because the lovely girlfriend is might disown me. Okay, yeah. we can't have that. Yeah, exactly. Andrew, it's been a pleasure having you on the pod. It's been a pleasure as well, Brandon. Um, true Thank story, you for bro. Having me. Nice to meet you, Andrew. Yeah, thanks for coming. Nice on. to meet you too, my dude. True yeah. story, bro. True story, bro. Coming soon. Podcast, to bros. Smash the up. like button. Yeah, like <laughs> it wherever you get your podcast. It'll probably be on all those things. Absolutely, it's gonna be pretty freaking amazing. I don't know. We we got some self help channels that we're dominating right now. Yeah, dude, we're dominating on the self help market. Yeah, but we're gonna take. I a can little, see it. Brandon ta- helps me. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna come back with some sports, baby. Baby. Yeah. yeah. Ride a roll. back baby so happy to have andrew on the pod and we're back with some sports or do you want to get into a stone thought oh do you have one well sort of do you have one yeah kind of what do you got (laughs) we got a partial stone thought Uh, mine was just more like a so i decided not to go to peru right uh, that's, that's, I, that's, I, I think wanna... that's like a shrewd move more than a stone thought. Well, this is this is, <laughs> is the opening, but I feel like I surveyed a hundred people, and a hundred people were like, "That's a hard no," and then they didn't want to do it even more. I think, to yeah, be honest. that's a that's a half apology slash double down right there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, but I'm sorry, I, I just I'm don't, sorry, I I just got don't want to get stuck there. Like, it's not it's not like it's you know like violent. They're just uh, you know you can get stuck there because they 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 fuck up the travel. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. And. All of a so, sudden, like America's like, we're actually not uh, allowing travel back from Peru right now, and you sure. have to like fly through some weird thing. Yeah. So, um, what what it is is that uh, um, everyone just I was just always surprised because everyone just does feel like it's it's 
oh, is it dangerous? Or like even like Chile or Argentina. And I'm like every day like looking at news articles like, yeah. uh, dude kills pregnant lady with other kid in arms, like shoots uh, kid in head. Like, yeah. like, yeah, I think this is a scary place. Yeah. Like, I think that sounds, I, like, I, that sounds I, more I, like a personal beef, though. Like, <laughs> I don't think as long as you didn't wrong that woman, I think you'll be okay. I don't think she's going to like stab you while she has her baby. Sure. In, in but town. even like the Idaho stabbings, you know, like that uh, shit. It's yeah. like every day it's, it's like, dude, do you watch the fucking news? Like, But that's here in America, too. But obviously down there. I feel like I'm safer tad- there. Than here. Yeah. Oh, for some activities, you probably are. I feel like it. Yeah. So that's a stone decision. So it's a, it's a lot of things. Observations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you're just like catching the news constantly. You're just like, what's going on down there? What do I expect? What should I do? Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Peru, yeah, there's Peru's a, there's a 30-day curfew going on there. State of emergency. So Peru's out, huh? Yeah. Yeah, until next time. I wanted to go see uh, Aaron. Rod- I wanted to find Aaron Rodgers as ayahuasca dude. Okay, are you gonna do something like that when you're down there? I'd have to if there was a. I'd dude, see, I don't on. know where to go, but like you'd have to. You'd have to if you found like a shaman. I think like, yeah. you'd have to. I, I want to. I think you obviously there's 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 some Reddit threads for that. You can definitely pull this off. Yeah, I'll look for you. <laughs> I would love for you to do ayahuasca when you're down in there. Yeah, I mean honestly. You have to, dude. So it said like fucking. Uh, I had no Prince idea Har- you were thinking about this. Prince Harry did ayahuasca. They said. Well, I mean, it's it's very popular. Like in Los Angeles, there's like a whole community that does it there. I feel like there's a vibe coming out now. It's like I don't know if it's like a everyone just catching out at the same time or there's like a forced hand. Um, no, like I think there's, there's been a, in a way. There's been but a it's wave. Coming, it's coming out though. Like a lot of people are coming out. No, I mean, like I think it's been going on for a while because like, even like Father John Misty, he put out that Fear Fun album in 2013. Sure. And he's like, and we can do ayahuasca if I wasn't <laughs> holding all these drinks. And you know, he's like talking. He's like he's drunk, and somebody's like, let's go do ayahuasca. But that oh, was he's like, talking about doing it though. We're not talking about actually done it. No, he did it. Okay. He, he actually went and then there's another song later on in that record about him doing it. I got, you, yeah, I got. You. Yeah. So the, he's, he says the Canadian shaman gave a little bit too much to me. Canadian that's kinda, shaman? That's it's a joke. That's, oh, it's a joke. Oh. Yeah. The album's a joke. It's called Fear <laughs> Fear Fun. Okay. But um, but it was percolating in Los Angeles probably in the last like ten years where there's these groups that get together. There's a story with Chris Rock. Chris Rock went and did it yeah. for God's sakes with Neil Brennan. Uh, yeah and so like there's there's people doing it and there's stories of it there's ways you can you there's ways you can do it but there's a lot of people that travel down there to do it i know that's what you that's what you it. should do it that's what, i know that's the whole thing like i, that's I also what you should figure, do well yes. i figure like that that's the other thing too is like it's such a big country and there's so actually so much more to do than just machu picchu mm-hmm. that i would be just like also doing myself a disservice from just staying there you know for for like a, a, a you know five days or something. That's what so, I was telling you on the last pod. You got to stay at these places for as long as possible. I know, I know, I know. You got to drive. That's that's what you I'm doing. Got to drive and stay for as long as I you know. Can. I know. That's what I'm doing in Chile and Argentina. Yes. So it just gives more time for that. All right, all right. I mean, my stone thought was just kind of goofy, or not goofy, yeah. but just kind of just like it was a sto- it was an actual stone thought. So the oldest woman or the oldest person in the world just died. Well, that's at 118. The oldest person never dies. There's there always go. an oldest person. Was this NERD over here? No one ever really dies. <laughs> well, Pharrell. You know, once they're dead, there's another oldest person. Yes, but you had to document it though. They're 118 years old. Sure. And so my stone thought was, is like, okay, but she was she was like a month away from her 
her next birthday, so she's going to be 119. Okay. But, you know, like, she was in her mother's belly in her womb for nine months before that. Sure. So can't you just, like, tack on a couple months from the, <laughs> from the in utero stage? No, because birth is birth. Birth is birth. Birth is okay. birth. Definitions, you know. Yeah, but it, it just got me. It just I'm, got I'm me learning thinking. words, you know. I gotta teach you these, these please, words have meanings. And oh, shit. please tell me. You gotta dude. conjugate them properly and shit. But when you're stoned, <laughs> you just kind of want to like just like think about it. You know, you're like, hey man, you know, we actually all were here nine months before. You know. Yeah, but I. You yeah. can tack on an extra nine months to everybody's lifespan. Unless, sure. unless you're a premature baby, which is also part of the stone thought, <laughs> where I was just like, I'm like, okay, if you're born prematurely by three months, you know, is that is that like an extra double down three months? So you're like, you got like uh, an extra half a year? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I know. So that was my stone thought. I was going wild with it. So just like, yeah, quick shout out to uh, Sister Andre, 118 years old. She was a nun in France. Big shout. Dang. Yeah. Who's the oldest now? I didn't look that up. Yeah. Next time. Fact checker. But oh, we got some sports, baby. Sports. You watching this this football? Yeah, yeah. I, I fucking, I told you I got money and I needed the Chargers to fucking win and they had that epic collapse. Which, so uh, they were up by like 20 points, 23 points? 27 to nothing, I think. It was 27 was. to nothing. Yeah. Okay, I thought they, they, they got a field goal. I thought it was like 27 to 3, like a 24 point deficit. Nah, it was 27 to nothing, and then I think they lost 31 to 30 at the end. God damn. Yeah. How much did you bet on it? Well, no, so I, I didn't lose anything yet. Is this why you're not going to Peru? No, no. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't lose anything yet. What my bet was is I needed Buffalo to make it to the AFC Championship, so I need them to still win this week. Gotcha. And I needed either Kansas City or the Chargers to make it as their opponent. Okay, so, so you, you, want, if, the, you if, want the Bills to beat the Bengals. Yes. And then you need KC to win because you love KC. Yes, but that's that's the matchup that I have now because like uh, the Chargers have been eliminated. Yeah. Had they won, you know, they would have played Kansas City, yeah. and whoever won that, that would have automatically satisfied the uh, first bet of first part of my bet. How would you feel but about that? Because you love KC so much. Well, there were two separate bets, so the Chargers were more of a long shot, so they would have won me eleven hundred bucks, and then the Chiefs just would have won. Talking me about your bucks. emotional bet, man. No, I, right you know, now there's no emotions. Right oh, there's no emotions. Cold blooded. Yeah. No heart. It's, it's gotta be. It's gotta be on the on the on the best. Cold blooded. No heart. I'm all over here. Dude, it's there's there's only one team that I get emotional for. Two teams that I get emotional for. GB. Tigers and the Bears. GB and Shy. Those are the two. Those are the two teams. GB and Shy. What was the best game you watched this this time uh, this last Saturday and Sunday? And, uh, one, and Monday night, I guess. Probably the the Bengals and the uh, the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. What what made it so good? Uh, it was close, and then the uh, Bengals won, and like uh, the fucking quarterback tried to sneak it, mm. and he dove for the touchdown, but then he fumbled and got returned ninety nine yards, and that was the difference in the game. That'll do it. But the whole way it was close, cats, and that happened at the end. Cats first so. birds. Yeah. Looks like the cat won on that one. Yeah. But no, I need I need. Uh, it would have been nice if the Ravens would have won, because that would have made it. Uh, you know, I, I don't want the the Bengals to play the Bills. They're gonna be the tougher of the two teams. So, all right, all the right. Bills, the Bills got to pull it out, and the Chiefs got to pull it out. Yeah, and I can get eighteen. I'm sorry, eight hundred bucks. Well, we got some more birds playing, man. We got the Giants versus the Eagles. What's gonna oh, happen? Oh, I forgot there? about those fucking birds. But oh, all the other birds the, lost, the dirty, right? 
Was that? Yeah, the, the other ones. Yeah, the, yeah. The Eagles were the only birds to make it. Yeah. Well, they they had a buy. So I think the, I think. Uh, no, they're gonna lose. They they're gonna lose. They're going down. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll see what happens it's, here. Uh, it's the year of the rabbit, not year of the bird. We got planes. Speaking of birds, we got planes flying down over <laughs> here. We got some some low plane action going on. Some noise in the background. Yeah. Um, San Francisco versus Dallas. What do you got? San Fran. Mm, San Fran. That's what's up. Yeah. San Fran all the way. I mean, at this point, I'd love to see uh, the Giants against San Fran. Okay. Okay. Be a beautiful matchup. Yeah, I'm pulling Giants. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah? Yeah, just on a cursory glance. Okay. Got to do it. Did you hear about the, uh, there was a guy for uh, like a Kansas City super fan. Uh, he dressed up and uh, I forget what mascot he used. Um it's like some kind of animal or something. Okay. And uh, he would always be in like the home games or also maybe the away games too. Mm-hmm. No, he would always be at the home games because the away games. Yes. No, maybe he'd also be at the away games, but also in the. This guy the was towns, everywhere. This guy's going everywhere. The towns where the games were at, whenever they were in an away game, whenever the Chiefs were playing in an away city. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They've linked him to these robberies, and he was using the what I'm mascot saying. Yes. To, to commit those robberies. I mean, dude. So now he's not there anymore. Uh, I mean, they should bring him back. I mean, he I should think be he's the official. He should, after he gets out of jail, he should come back and be like the <laughs> official, or like, like uh, maybe like he could advertise with like a local like car dealership or something like oh, that, yeah, or right? have like you know. Like we got the the robber with the mascot here at the car dealership. He's, Come on down. He, <laughs> you know? He's definitely got to be at least the mascot. Yeah, like, I think I think he needs to be. He needs to be involved. Yeah, he needs to be involved. I love those super fans. Yeah, like, especially uh, when they rob banks. Especially when they rob banks and like that uh, that Clay <laughs> that Clay Thompson lookalike that was that Golden State. Yeah, uh, game. That dude was dope. And, and he walked on the court yeah, and yeah. like got Started on court. Around. I know. <laughs> this is the best story of all time, right there. <laughs> yeah, man. And then you look at him like he looks like Clay, but not exactly. <laughs> but the security guards are like, oh, whatever, you know, just get out on the court, you know. Yeah. Just that confident, you can get down there. That's the ultimate fake until you make it. Yeah, well, I mean, and you got to try. Like, what's to lose when you got nothing to lose? You be all all the confidence. You have all the confidence in the world. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Plus, two once he started shooting shots, they're probably like, "This <laughs> this guy ain't Clay. Get him out of here. This guy's bricking open threes. <laughs> this guy can't hit a shot." Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you, so yeah, you excited for this football shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some good games. So I was. Uh... Got some money on it. Makes it exciting. I was expecting you to be more hyped, man. No, no. It's just, it is. is it because of the lack of the Packers? Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I don't... It's hard to... Like, it's the same thing, like, if the Bucks would make the, the NBA playoffs. Like, I'd watch the games. and I'd just be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool games. Analytical? I mean, none of the games were that great, so there's not really much to say. All right. All right. Like, <laughs> you know I mean... What, you know what games are great? Well, what do you got? Some of these fucking basketball games are great. Yeah. Mid season, man. How do you feel about Coach Bud? Time to fire him. Fire Bud. Who said that two years ago? <laughs> you said to never hire him in the first place. <laughs> You're too future on that one. This guy's DJ Shadow in terms of like coach decisions. If you guys get that reference, call me. <laughs> hey. Um yeah, so I mean, the Bucks are on a tad bit of a slide. Giannis is sitting out, but Drew Holiday is tearing shit up. He is beasting right now. He's really going for it. He's gung ho. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to write the ship. It's going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, they just need to get healthy. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. 
you know, Middleton's gonna be coming back. He was playing for the herd. Was he? Yeah, you didn't you didn't heard about that? <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> hear it. I didn't hear it. Yeah, so Middleton, you know, you have to play for the the herd. He's gonna be coming back now. I think he's gonna be coming back for real this time. Okay. It was a soft open when he came back that last time. It was <laughs> sure, like a new restaurant. Sure, sure. Like is Middleton is Middleton open? So he's gonna be coming back. They'll be doing good. Uh, I'm not too worried about it. To be yeah, honest with you. yeah, yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's just it doesn't matter until the playoffs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who else is hot? Who else is hot? The Memphis Grizzlies are hot. Ten and ten, yeah. you know, ten games in a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're cooking. They're cooking. Ten games in a row, baby. Okay. They ain't fucking around, man. Triple J, Ja, they're doing it. Yeah. They're going to the finals against the Bucks. Ooh. Calling it right now, Milwaukee, Memphis. That would be dope. I'm gonna I have to go Memphis back to Memphis is, for one of these Memphis, games. I don't think Memphis is gonna do it though. Uh, I think they're going, and I think I'm gonna go back to Memphis and get another computer stolen, <laughs> just a sacrifice for the basketball guys. <laughs> uh, I think you got to steal a laptop to make it. Even. <laughs> is that the even? I'll go down there. Yeah, that's steal, what I'm saying. Steal, steal a laptop. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you gotta right. go down there and steal a laptop. Watch out, Memphis. <laughs> July. You can do it in a mascot too. Like if you, if you, <laughs> I'll, dre- I'll dress up as a, <laughs> as Bango, as Bango Buck and just yes. go steal laptops. Yes, dude. I think this is a. I think we got some legs here with this story, man. <laughs> Watch out, Memphis. Early, uh, late June, early July, and we'll be down there as a, as Bango Buck stealing laptops. <laughs> I get like the official NBA one. I got like the statisticians like fucking laptop. Yes. A couple of uh, people on press row. Like, I'll take that. <laughs> They're like, oh shit, Bango the Buck just stole his shit. <laughs> What's Bango doing here? I thought he stayed in Milwaukee. No, he why tra- why is he running away? Tra- <laughs> I didn't know he could move that fast. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's that's what's up. Yeah, yeah. The hoops are good, man. The hoops are good. Yeah. I'm loving it. Cool. Yeah, I mean, uh Nuggets out west. They're doing their thing. Shout out Denver. Do yoga. Could be the three-time MVP, first Yogesh, one of ever. Yogesh. I I think he's overrated. What? Yes. How's that for his spicy shit? Tell me more. Uh, I think today's game is just so fucking different that like. Then what? Like okay, getting twelve, twelve, and twelve doesn't matter to me. Ah, but it's the way he controls the offense. No, no, it's. It, you know what controls the game is fucking like Shaq. Shaq controls the game. Well, Shaq got <laughs> you know robbed. I mean? I mean, Shaq could have won three MVPs in a row if he wanted to. And 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 so I just. I, I mean, yeah, come on. I yeah. just don't know. Like, well, who's your MVP then? Right now. Yep. Um, Kevin Durant got hurt. Yep. Don't say Luca. I mean, he's up there. Mm-hmm. He's up there, but I, I mean, like Giannis had was gonna be my guy until he like had a couple bad games and missed it so but i feel like he was more just like deferring more he he didn't have a bad game i think he just like wanted to feel out his teammates and just be like you guys do this shit i feel like i feel like he's still the best player in the game yeah and it's not not, questioned he's healthy kevin durant he's gonna challenge that Mm -hmm. but i think it's those two are, are the two that should be there i agree and 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 Luca's up there too. Giannis for MVP. He's number one. Yeah. Kevin Durant, like before he got hurt, was really on a fucking run. Right. Like he was really doing it, like for real. 
And I think when he comes back, I think it's like kind of watch out in the East because I think Brooklyn. And Embiid, nobody talks about Embiid. No, I was about to talk about Embiid. Okay, good. I, I watch a lot of Philly games this week. I watch all the Philadelphia games this week, randomly. Just the way it worked out. Sure. Just when I had free time, it just happened to be Philly was on. I'm like, I'm watching it. <laughs> and so this high, this high pick and roll that James Harden and Embiid are doing right now might be the most dangerous shit I've ever seen in my life. Okay. For real. Because, like, you know, you love him. You've been on the streets of Memphis. I've, I, I've, been, <laughs> I've been robbed on the streets of Memphis, baby. <laughs> right. Walking in Memphis. <laughs> I'll take your word on that. Uh, no, no, I don't want to, like, paint Memphis in a bad light. I love Memphis. No, it's a joke. It's no, a joke. no, I love the joke, but I just, I just want to make sure we're clear <laughs> that Memphis is dope. Yeah, yeah, I've had the best barbecue of my life in Memphis. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's a great city. Yeah. Yeah, you can't, you can't front on Memphis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, but no, this high pick and roll that James Harden and Embiid are doing, it's just going to be unstoppable. Hell yeah. I mean, Harden, it's just, it just looks so easy. Like I remember, I remember you and I were on acid and we were, <laughs> we were in new Orleans Okay. and it was after jazz fest and we got to, um, we, we got done with it and we, uh, we're going to go to a bar, but we didn't cause there was a bar that just had the basketball game playing outside. Sure, sure. And this was when Rajon Rondo yes, yes, was on New Orleans, yes. and they made it to the second round. And like I just like kept like I just kept hitting you. And I was like because they kept doing <laughs> high pick and roll, and you just couldn't tell where Rondo was going with it. And all of a sudden, it's like a pocket pass, and then Anthony Davis is like dunking it. Yeah. And like I was just in that acid brain where I was like, I was like Rondo can see everything. Rondo on the court. is sick, man. He's very underrated. And this is what it reminds me of that. I was like having acid flashbacks, <laughs> like, like a Vietnam vet. I was sure. just like, damn. Shit, what's going on? But it was just like James Harden and fucking Embiid doing it, and I was like, I was like, this is I've seen this before. This is the right recipe. So watch out for Philly, watch out for Brooklyn, and as always, fuck Boston. That's right, <laughs> fuck Boston. You got any other sports shit you want to get into? I mean, Badgers basketball. Yeah, I want to go to a game real bad. I know. Hit up the Cole Center. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my dad really wants to go to a game. We're gonna make that happen. There, there, there's something to watch. And then, ooh, Badgers, the new coach in football is making moves, man. What's he doing? Getting some good recruits. We got some quarterbacks transferring to us. And okay, yeah, things are happening there. So this is generally when they do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like their off like, season right now. So, so it's right? like January, February. They start recruiting people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is there like a big commitment? Is there like a guy like signing like a thing? Like we well, got... I think right now it's in transfers. So it's like... transfer stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I fucking dig that. Yeah. Shit, man. I guess we'll fucking call it there. Word. Man, I had a good time. This is a fun episode. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, if you guys got any uh, Peru tips, send them to Amo. Yeah, dude. And someone scam Starbucks for me. Dude, scam them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Right, Peace. Roll.